The Boston Bruins have sent a bunch of players at the NHL training camp back to the Providence Bruins. And the real battles for an opening night lineup spot begin. And I'm going to talk about three players fighting for some time in the bottom six. As well as uh, bring you all the latest on the black and gold here on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, September 29th, and I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. It's available on your favorite podcast app, as well as on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy. Yesterday, there was a double dip. One crossover episode with the Locked On Senators hosts, as well as a bonus pod on the preseason win over the New York Rangers the other night. For those of you on Twitter, Instagram, you can find the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. And you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. So the Bruins uh, yesterday announced several players were sent back to the Providence Bruins, where they will report for their training camp. Uh, probably the most notable names being Georgie Merkulov, Luke Toporowski, the latter uh playing very well for the Boston Ruins. I can see him having a very good season in Providence. Nobody really unexpected being sent down to the baby Bruins as of yet. Matthew Poitra uh, was sent back to uh, Guelph, where he will begin the OHL season with the Storm on Friday. Uh, Storm, I should mention, very high in preseason polls and probably the favorite to win the OHL championship this season. And I will be down at the rink uh, as much as possible to keep an eye on Poitra and the Storm as a whole. So with the training camp roster trimmed, it's time now for... Uh, you know, the temperature to heat up a bit on some battles for the opening night roster. One of the guys who is looking to make a good impression on new head coach Jim Montgomery is Jax Danica. He had a couple big assists in the win over the New York Rangers, setting up A.J. Greer's two goals. But... His preseason debut on Saturday in Philadelphia, not as strong. That And it led to a conversation with Montgomery, who encouraged him to seize an opportunity for a bounce back. One of the reasons why Bruce Cassidy was let go 
was uh, perhaps some dissonance between himself and some of the younger players on the roster. Jake DeBrusque, Stadnika among them, Trent Frederick as well. But it appears as though Montgomery's message so far is getting through. Stadnika said they had a conversation. He took it to heart. Uh, he agreed with Montgomery that he didn't show his best in the preseason opener in Philadelphia. You know, you can only make one first impression. So he wanted to make sure that his second impression was good. Montgomery said he liked the way Stanika responded. Um, he talked to him about an opportunity to respond after the first game where the coach thought Jack didn't play to the level that he expects or that the Bruins expect of him. Against the Rangers, he did, and it was nice to see him get rewarded with some offensive production. Stanika knows that this could be his last chance with the Boston Bruins. He would have to pass through waivers in order to be sent to Providence. And chances are he could be scooped up if that were the case. You know, he still young. Second round pick back in 2017. There is potential there. And he said it's definitely something that he is aware of. He said, I'm not going to lie to you. Everyone's aware of things like that. He's trying not to dwell on what ifs, just showing up every day and hopefully things go well. He's taking it day by day. Uh, perhaps in the past, he said he overthought things and put unrealistic expectations on himself. But this year, he's just showing up every day and seeing how things go. Now, if he does make the opening night roster, he would likely be playing on a fourth line uh, which would require a different style than he's used to. Um, he's been playing that so far in the preseason. The other night with Greer and Mark McLaughlin, they formed a very effective trio. Getting to loose pucks, hard on the body, creating some offense when you can. He said that's what a fourth line does. They create energy and... He's trying to show that, trying to be physical. Uh, it's hard to get a hit on the score sheet, he said, but he's trying. Pretty hard to get them in this league, and he's trying to throw his weight around as much as he can, be on top of pucks, and create some energy. He doesn't want to call it a last chance type of thing, but with waivers, you're playing to play for the Boston Bruins. Since he was a kid, he's wanted to play for the Bruins, and that is his goal. So the options for Stanika are, does he bump Thomas Nosek out for the fourth-line center role? Do they put him on the wing? Is Craig Smith traded to make some room where they put him third-line center, or Coyle's moved to the wing, or vice versa? Or does he start as a 13th forward, uh, and Don Sweeney doesn't risk putting him on waivers. This is one of the more fascinating stories for me uh, in training camp, and um, I'm glad that Montgomery's message got through.
that he had a better showing in game two. And, you know, heading into the next preseason game on Saturday, it's uh, getting down to make or break season for Jack Stanika. If game two is any indication, then he's on the right track, but he needs to keep it going and remain consistent. Going to talk about a couple other players fighting for uh, NHL spot similar to Jack Stanika in the form of Oscar Steen and Chris Wagner here in a moment. But first, a quick word about Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for all your sports betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles on analysis on every NFL game on the schedule. As always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, golf, NHL, NBA, right around the corner. Head to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Seeing some breaking news develop here with respect to a Atlantic Division rival, Rasmus Sandin and the Toronto Maple Leafs have ended their stalemate at two years times 1.4 million AAV. That's the number the Maple Leafs wanted. And uh, with some injuries on the blue line there, Maple Leafs getting an important defenseman back in the lineup. Let's talk about Chris Wagner here for a moment. He made it back to the Boston Bruins for the playoffs after being assigned to the Providence Bruins for the majority of the 2021-22 season. Uh, He played in the regular season finale in Toronto, remained on the roster for the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, uh, suiting up for three of Boston's seven games against Carolina. He's intent on sticking with uh, the Bruins to begin the season at least. It's a tough task, not because of his game, but because of his contract. One year remaining, $1.35 million for a 31-year-old, you know, fourth-line right winger. Uh, Chris Wagner said he's looking at it as more of what do I have to do to lose my spot. He's proud of himself that he was able to come back and play in the playoffs and play decent as well. He thinks he can still play in this league, but time will tell. He said he had a good introductory meeting with Montgomery, and the coach told him he had a clean slate heading into training camp. Montgomery reached out, said everybody has a clean slate, which Wagner thought was awesome. Uh, Montgomery said he respects Wagner's past in the league, what he's done, how he plays the game. And he's been very positive with Wagner so far. Montgomery said uh, he's in the mix to remain with Boston to start the regular season. Um, 
He has always noticed Wagner dating back to his time in Anaheim. His details are high-end. He's someone as a coach that you trust because he executes really well, especially in a fourth-line role. Now, again, there's the salary considerations. Guys like Stanika, Oscar Steen, uh, making less than Wagner, Mark McLaughlin as well. Bruins are in a cap crunch, so can they afford to keep Wagner up on the NHL roster? Um, that's going to be a tough sell. Uh, and as much as Jim Montgomery might want to keep him up, Don Sweeney will ultimately have the final call as to uh, the roster and the cap considerations. You can't have him up there if he's going to put you over the cap. So I, I feel bad for Wagner. Uh, he's in a tough spot. Hopefully, if they can't make it work for him to be on the Bruins roster, maybe they can look to, to move him to a team that might have some room for him to play at the NHL level. Oscar Steen is another guy who is looking to make a good impression on Jim Montgomery. Uh, he had a quiet opener in Philadelphia, but... He had a goal, uh, two-on-one, finishing off a uh, Una Kapanen pass. Tied the game at two, just under seven minutes remaining in the third period. Montgomery said not only because Steen scored the goal, but again, he's another guy that responded well from the game in Philadelphia, where there wasn't much energy or life coming from his line. Uh, Tuesday night there was, he moved him around, got him more ice time because he was playing so well. Steen is another guy that would have to go through waivers if he is going to be sent back to Providence at the end of training camp. And it's a situation that, uh, he's using as motivation. Very important for him to show that he can play more than five on five, especially four on five, because the Bruins have a lot of skilled forwards. It's hard to get on the power play, so he'll take every chance he can get. He's coming in this year with more confidence, just trying to be good every day. Fights for the last spot on the team. It's huge for him to come into the rink every day and just do a good job. It's good to have that pressure. He likes it, and he knows that he's in the mix. If you look at the top six right now, it's set for opening night. Pavel Zaka, Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, Taylor Hall, sorry, uh, Jake DeBrusque, Taylor Hall, David Krejci, David Pasternak. On the third line, you have Charlie Coyle, Craig Smith, presumably Trent Frederick up on that spot. A.J. Greer skated on that line after the impressive showing the other night. We still have to see Trent Frederick in an exhibition game here and see where he's at. On the fourth line is where it gets super interesting. You would assume it would be Nick Foligno, Thomas Nosek, Oscar Steen. That's what I had penciled in as the fourth line. But now you have Stanika, McLaughlin, um, Career fighting for a spot there. You have an extra line basically that you can use. What line do you keep up? What line do you send down to the AHL? Um, and we're going to have to wait and see how that plays out here 
over the next couple of weeks. One guy we know is going to be in the lineup is David Krejci. He says the chemistry with Pasta and Hall is amazing. And uh, he looks very happy to be back with the Boston Bruins in a prominent role. Uh, And I'm excited to see that line in action. And we're going to start to see more veterans in the lineup here with four games remaining on the preseason schedule. Less than two weeks to go until the season opener against the Washington Capitals. Coming up in uh, segment three, we're going to talk about some more news and notes from Bruins training camp, including Anton Strahlman's continuing presence and what's coming up. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day every day. The podcast free and available on your favorite podcast app on YouTube. So please do smash that subscribe button and uh, get on board so that you never miss a thing. Uh, Jim Montgomery says he likes what he has seen from Anton Strahlman so far playing largely with Hampus Lindholm. They were the top pairing against the Rangers on Tuesday night. Strawman was calm, cool, collected, had some good breakouts, and they were really good overall. I don't believe, uh, I think it was Ty Anderson who reported there have been no specific talks yet in terms of a contract for Anton Strawman. Again, as of right now, the Bruins are $2.24 million over the cap with 24 players on the 23-man roster. So they first have to push someone off the roster, make some room, and, you know, Strawman would likely sign for uh, for the minimum contract or a low AAV with the Boston Bruins to get a shot uh, with this club. That's something to keep an eye on for sure. Mike Riley is a trade candidate, um, and Montgomery has been pleased with his game so far as well. He assisted on Greer's overtime winner, had five shots on goal, three hits, and almost 20 minutes of ice time against the Rangers. Montgomery said he was joining the rush well, implementing some of the things they want, very active in the offensive zone, keeping pucks alive. All of those things were really good by him. You know, with Grizzlick McAvoy on the shelf to begin the season, perhaps you can delay some of these decisions by putting them on LTIR, Brad Marchand as well, and make some moves later in October or into November. So there's some flexibility there when it comes to keeping some guys on who you want to see more out of. Uh, But at some point, these decisions are going to have to be made. Finally, Jim Montgomery expects Jeremy Swayman and Linus Allmark to play two games apiece over the course of the four remaining exhibition games. Um, The Bruins scheduled to play um, Saturday afternoon against the Philadelphia Flyers, 1 p.m. Eastern time there. Then they travel to uh, New Jersey to take on the Devils on Monday evening. 
They're in New York to take on the Rangers on October 5th, and then they wrap up their preseason schedule on Saturday, October 8th, at home against the New Jersey Devils. So four games remaining on the schedule in which to continue to impress the brass, the coaching staff, and get on board the opening night roster. I believe that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much again for uh, checking out the podcast on a daily basis. Don't forget to check out the Locked On NHL podcast, where Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute update on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world with Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. I hope you are all having uh, a great week so far taking care of yourselves, taking care of each other. Uh, tomorrow up here for me is a holiday. Uh, it's the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation up here in Canada where we uh, remember and honor uh, Indigenous peoples. And uh, I'll still be recording, uh, but it'll be nice not to have to uh, do the day job. Um, I'm also writing for Owner's Box, some fantasy stuff over there. Uh, so I'll be posting that today. Where else am I up to lately? We've been watching, uh, I started that Dahmer show on Netflix. The first episode was a lot. We're not convinced we're going to keep watching. We might give another episode a shot tonight. Um, I started Ink Black Heart, which is the new Cormoran Strike detective novel by Robert Galbraith, uh, who's J.K. Rowling. Some controversy over that one, but I've read... The first five books in the series, or four books, and uh, excited to get into that one. That's pretty much it. I haven't watched Game Changers yet, but uh, I'll try to do that today and bring a full report on tomorrow's episode. And uh, yeah, I hope you have enjoyed this week's podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow with a weekly wrap-up and... um, All the latest on the black and gold here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.